At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is my guys in the desert with stormy bonantoni on vcin the sports betting network Running on a Friday as we welcome you into Circa Sportsbook, our VEASAN studio here in downtown Las Vegas. Stormy Tony with you for the next hour on My Guys in the Desert. And in just a few minutes, we will welcome in a man who has not one, but the top two largest mobile sports bets in history on this year's Super Bowl. Mattress Mac will be on the program very shortly. Also today, Phil Hellmuth, 16-time World Series of Poker champion, will be in studio talking uh, about not only the lowdown for his picks on the big game, but the Super Hole American Cornhole Pro-Am that'll be here in Vegas later tonight. Aired on ESPN, Chris Andrews, sportsbook director over at the South Point, will give us the book's perspective, take us behind the counter, and one of the best to do it here on VEASAN, our betting analyst Adam Burke on the program, giving his final selections for the weekend. Let's get right into our top five things you need to know as sports bettors, starting with the fact that the NFL Honors Award show was last night, which means a number of awards markets tickets cashed and we're dead in the water starting with the league MVP in the NFL Aaron Rodgers winning his second straight award fourth overall Tom Brady coming in second he's the only player um, now that has more than Aaron Rodgers in terms of MVP Peyton Manning didn't have as many tickets just eight percent but the majority of the handle went for Aaron Rodgers offensive player of the year no shocker Cooper Cup after claiming the receiver triple crown led the league in receptions yards and touchdowns his opening odds 25 to 1 just nine percent of tickets the second most handle on him as for the defensive side TJ Watt tied Michael Strahan's single season sack record of 22 and a half had 62 percent of the handle for him on defensive player of the year the rookie of the year awards market Jamar Chase taking the offensive honor opened his odds at 14 to 1 on defense it was all Micah Parsons the biggest favorite of all the awards at that closing number had 85% of the handle. Comeback player of the year, no worries, Joe Burrow. A lot of people on Twitter seemed unhappy it wasn't Dak Prescott, but the votes and bets don't lie. And coach of the year, Mike Vrabel of the Tennessee Titans, who helped guide his team to the top seed in the AFC, despite having to play an NFL record number of players and being without Derrick Henry for the majority of the year. His opening odds, 25 to 1. Number two on our list. Now, if you're hoping for a little bit more clarity on Aaron Rodgers' future after the award show when he spoke to media. Uh, not so much. He told reporters that he hasn't made any decisions yet easing into the offseason, but he's had good conversations with Green Bay. We'll give the team plenty of time to, quote, 
do what they've got to do. Rodgers said previously he'd make a decision before free agency was starts in less than five weeks. Packers 15 to one to win it all next season. Seventh best odds on the board. Number three, don't expect to see James Harden in a Sixers uniform just yet. Still got a little while a couple days Harden's expected to arrive in Philadelphia this weekend but he will not make his debut until next week according to team officials he missed the last handful of games for the Nets prior to the trade with a sore hamstring but most are looking to next Tuesday against the Celtics potentially for his first game in the meantime for the team they've got a back-to-back starting tonight as 13 and a half point favorites against the Thunder followed up by a meeting tomorrow with the Cleveland Cavaliers might be a little bit longer before we see Ben Simmons as well. It's been nearly eight months since Simmons played an NBA game. Made a brief appearance at Sixers training camp back in October, but that was short-lived. Obviously made for a bit of a messy situation with Philly. Yesterday, his agent Rich Paul said they've got work to do to get him back into playing shape. Brooklyn has five games scheduled between the trade deadline and All-Star weekend. After the break, the Nets will be in action Thursday, February 24th, so exactly two weeks after the trade. Last one here, our top breaking news regarding Super Bowl 56. The line on this one still Rams minus four, total 48 and a half, but with regards to injuries. The Rams today officially activated running back Daryl Henderson back from the injured reserve list, as well as nose tackle Sebastian Joseph Day. Also, Cam Akers went from a limited to full participant as of yesterday, but Tyler Higby, their tight end, as well as offensive tackle Joseph Noteboom, officially ruled out for Sunday's game and placed on the IR. As for the Bengals, tight end CJ Uzoma returned to practice yesterday, albeit in a limited capacity. That was his first time since the exit in the AFC Championship game two weeks ago. Zach Taylor said he looks good and has been progressing nicely. As far as the splits go, majority of the money is backing the Bengals on the spread as well as the over. And 65% of handle and bets at plus 170, the underdog Bengals money line. And nobody liked that bet more than our guest, who not only placed the largest mobile sports bet in history, placing $4.5 million on the Bengals just about a week ago, but he doubled down this morning. Mattress Mac, welcome in. What are you feeling right now going doubling down this morning? I'm feeling good about the Cincinnati Bengals and looking forward to Sunday night. Let's do it. So just over $9.5 million back in the Bengals. A total payout would be over $16 million. Where does the conviction and passion come from that Cincinnati's going to get it done? Well, you know, we have this promotion here at our furniture store. It says you buy a mattress, $3,000 better like a Tempur-Pedic. Cincinnati wins, you get the mattress free. Or if you buy a reclining sofa, love seat chair, Cincinnati wins, you get the recliner free. And when Cincinnati made the big game, I knew there was tons of Joe Burrow and tons of LSU fans that are support Joe Burrow in Houston. So we did the promotion. We had an overwhelming response. That's why I had to double down today and bet another $5 million on the Cincinnati Bengals to win Sunday night. No doubt. And when it comes to the football side of things, was there just something about Joe Burrow even more for you that you're like, I know the people love him, but I love him too. Well, I was, I was a big fan of, uh, the team in Tennessee, the Titans, and of course he beat them, and then he went and beat Kansas City. I thought it was impossible to beat Kansas City at home, so uh, he's on a roll. I think the Rams are a great team as well, but my feeling is it's more of a toss-up, so I really like that plus 170. No doubt, and I've heard you say, you know, you've been an underdog all your life. You like the underdog. You took the underdog Bucks in the Super Bowl a year ago. What went into your strategy back then to take the dog? Uh, quarterback, 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 kind of the same way on this one. Quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. 
They say it's a quarterback-driven league. I'm following their advice. No doubt, and it's no secret. You're very open, not only with the public about the wins, but the losses as well, and you're looking for a bounce back in this Super Bowl. Can you take us through the last year of the major bets that you have made? A setback is just a setup for a comeback. It probably started when I bet on the University of Houston to win the, uh, the Final Four. I bet a million dollars on that. That didn't work out so well. Then I, I did a promotion. That if the favorite wins the Kentucky Derby, you get your money back free. Bet $2.5 million on essential quality. He, he didn't make it. And then I went to the uh, Astros. I had Astros at 17 to 1, $2 million. And, of course, they made it to Game 6 of the World Series, but didn't make it. And then I had Alabama to win the national championship as an underdog, which I thought was a great bet. They didn't make it. So I'm bound to win, and hopefully it starts this Sunday night. You are due, no doubt, and great marketing, of course, to hedge um, the promotion for the Gallery Furniture Store out there in Houston. What people might not realize, though, is the lengths you have to go to place these bets. Mattress Mac, you can't do it because legalization isn't there in Texas. You've had to go to Colorado on planes. Now you're driving to Louisiana. What's this been like? You know, I used to have to uh, fly to New Jersey or to Las Vegas during the Astros season 2017. I was flying all over the country trying to make those bets in New Jersey and Las Vegas, and they were kind of waiting on me, raising the eyes. But then uh, Colorado got legal, which made it a little bit easier. But thank goodness, three weeks ago, Louisiana legalized online wagering in certain parishes in the state. So it's just now a two-hour drive. I got up this morning at 3.30, and at 6, 6.30 in the morning, I was making that bet in Louisiana, right there in Benton, Louisiana, and uh, got it over with, got time to get back to work and sell some mattresses and sell some power reclining sofas so these people can get free furniture when the Bengals win this coming Sunday night. There you go. Um, was it hard to get Wi-Fi at that uh, gas station out there? Well, I sent Paul, one of our uh, hard-working internet guys there the day before to scout the location. He assured me they had Wi-Fi, and we got there, and of course, me being a klutz, couldn't hook it up. My, Paul got it all hooked up, and it was a, a. We were filming it right outside the men's room, and thank goodness nobody was in there flushing the toilet while we were filming it. You never knew that where five million dollar bet would take you. That is an incredible story. Right. Um, you've got to. Tried to do it in the back room. We tried to do it in the back room, but they had a big sign back there that said "Don't feed the alligator." I said, "We better not go there." <laughs> Incredible. Um, you got to talk to some legislative people out there in Texas um, to be able to bet in your home state what's going on. Is, is Are they due? Is that coming soon? 30 states, of course, have legalized uh, gambling, uh, uh, wagering on sports, and hopefully Texas will get uh, legalized gambling approved. But I wouldn't bet on it. I would uh, take the under on that in my lifetime. That's the first thing you're not betting on. Um, but, hey, being out there in Houston, I might as well ask you, thoughts on the Lovey Smith hire? And if the Texans can have a turnaround like the Bengals, what kind of wager would you place on them for the Super Bowl? I thought Lovey was a great hire. He's very well respected in the industry. Uh, great guy, and he did well with the Texans this past year. Uh, if I can get 201 on the Texans, I'm going to take a plunge, so we'll see what happens. What are they right now? Ooh, I don't know what their odds are at right now. I think 150 to 1. So maybe, maybe. Last one for I, you before. I'll we... call... Go ahead. I'll have to call the guys at Caesar to tell them I want 200 to 1 for a big futures bet. There you go. Last one before we let you go. How will you be watching the game? Uh, I'm going to a place called Camp Hope, which is a, uh, a uh, 
home for veterans with severe PTSD. And they're about 100 veterans that live there and get their lives back together. Quite often they were suicidal and in a bad way. So they go to Camp Hope and live there for the six to nine months, get their life back together, then they go back to society. So I'm going to take my family there and watch the football game with those guys. They're great Americans. And uh, I'm going to tell them to all pull for Cincinnati and uh, hopefully we'll pull it through. We're going to have a great time. And I'm going to take some uh, recliners out there so all the veterans will be sitting very comfortably watching the Bengals win the big game on Sunday night in Inglewood. No doubt. An amazing story. Appreciate the time, Mattress Mac. Happy birthday. And we'll be rooting for you. Thank you. I love Beeson. Y'all do a wonderful job. We love you right back. That's Mattress Mac, the biggest wager in sports betting, mobile betting history. And remember, there's so many ways you can bet the big game. Play Wrangler Squares, and you can celebrate their 75th anniversary with a free shot at a share of 75000 yourself at DraftKings.com slash Wrangler Squares. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of My Guys in the Desert brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches. A fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray. No more spit cups. No batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free. They're spit-free and available in 10 different varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and more. Plus, for your convenience, every variety also comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, so it's never been easier to find your Zinn. Head on over to Zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. Z-Y-N.com slash F-I-N-D. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. As we welcome you back here live from Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, Stormy Bond and Tony with you alongside some very special guests in the house, live in studio, Phil Helmuth. The most decorated World Series of Poker champion, 16-time gold bracelet winner. Looking to add some new awards to the trophy case I hear later today as we also bring in Stacey Moore, founder and commissioner of the American Cornhole League. The Super Hole Cornhole Pro-Am coming up tonight on ESPN. First off, just how excited are you? Da, 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 da. <laughs> Live on ESPN. I mean, for two hours, it's pretty crazy and, and going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, I suck at cornhole. Uh, of course, you say that and you think you're good. I was practicing in my backyard. 
they came and filmed segments uh, ESPN for two days with me. And uh, so I have some practice in, and I had some pretty good rounds, but I realized that, you know, if I'm playing against athletes, I'm in trouble. <laughs> but I don't think I have to play the athletes till the second round. But I might not be Chum Lee, so it's just going to be fun. Yeah, so Stacey, can you give us the lowdown? Um, if Who all is going to be at the event later tonight, and how's yeah, it going to go? Yeah, we got four great celebrities tonight. Obviously, Phil, he's going to be playing against Chum Lee. We got David Lim, and we have Terry Kirby. Oh my gosh, going to be great. And they're all paired up with ACL pros. Your pro, 2018 Player of the Year, Cody Henderson, who I know and adore. So has he given you some tips? He's such a great guy. We were at dinner last night. He was at my house uh, filming. I really like him. It's just a really, he's just a solid guy, right? Just a really nice guy. Uh, somebody that like, somebody, somebody who had a really deep conversation with us at dinner last night. I had some of my you know, some of my friends were getting a little philosophical and Cody was having fun with us. And, you know, we're talking about, you know, weird concepts, but just having fun. And I think Cody's a great kid and uh, it's going to be fun to play with him. So you're no stranger, obviously, to playing poker under the lights. Uh, this is a little bit different, obviously, but we know how much your personality comes out at the poker table. Under the lights. What can we expect? Like, I know you don't like to lose. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, like, I, I think that I think the producers would love it if I went full poker brat, started swearing and knocking <laughs> stuff over, right? Like, but I mean, I'm an amateur. Do we have a delay? Do we have a delay? That's important. I'm an amateur, and so I mean, I can't be that upset if 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 somebody hits a miracle shot on me or if I miss the board because I'm an amateur. You know, in poker, sometimes, you know, they catch me in these moments where I'm on day three, I'm at a final table, and I played so good. I'm in a position to win a world championship, and then somebody does something inexplicably bad. And then I'm just like, I just see the injustice in this, what in the hell was he doing? And then I go off, da da da, I go a little crazy, uh, hence the name Poker Brat. And, uh, you know, at least we get 100 million views on some of these uh, tantrums. But tonight, I think, is going to be just more fun. No doubt. And Stacy, so one of the cool things, another reason um, why we wanted to have you guys on is because how exciting it is for Cornhole that it's a bettable product now. You guys are available to bet on DraftKings in eight states. Yeah, eight different states. Hopefully Nevada soon. We're not in Nevada quite yet, but uh, hopefully soon. But uh, super excited to allow people to gamble on Phil tonight. If you want to place <laughs> your bets. Get them in in one of those eight states. Yeah, so, okay, what what's the low? By the way, I had Harbaugh. Was Jim Harbaugh was going to come and film with us, uh, but we asked him a little bit late. And then we had uh, uh, the Iceman, Chuck Liddell, was yeah. going to come, and then unfortunately he couldn't make it. But, I mean, no. like, we had some other cool guys as well. So, I mean, we have four great people, but I think it would have been fun to have. I would have had fun with Harbaugh. But he would have won. He would have beat me for he sure. He would have been hyper competitive. I, you think you're competitive? Like he's a freaking quarterback. He would have just everyone would have been in the hole, and it would have been okay. Phil, you're out in the first round. Good to see you, Jim. I'm glad you came out. Well, it was great to see uh, Cody train Phil at his house right. and fixed his throw immediately. And all of a sudden, you know, we did a deck around challenge for him. He hit 30 points last bag, got it on the board, and it was it was super cool to see how how good he improved in one day. Yeah. yeah, for the people at home, 30 points uh, is not very many points. <laughs> they set it's the a start. bar it's low. A, it's a start. It's a start. <laughs> I made that bar. <laughs> the bar was low. <laughs> for anybody who doesn't know this, actually, so I, on ESPN, used to be a reporter for a lot of these events covering the American da -da -da. Da -da -da. Da -da -da. And it's so much fun, especially because, I mean, everybody's 
tossing them back, enjoying the moment, but they are so good. Like you don't realize until you're doing it how difficult it really is. I embarrassed myself far too many times when I was out there at those events with you guys. Yeah, but I respect that. You went out and you had some fun and yes. you gave it an effort and yeah. All right, so you weren't perfect, but whatever. You're 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 an amateur like me, you know. Yes, we're out there. We're in this together. We're in the mix, um, you know. Stacy, with regards to some of the uh, the odds and everything, so you can bet on tonight's event. There's a singles competition, a doubles competition. There's so much more. Who are some of the like big names people should be on the lookout for in the cornhole league, and maybe any sleepers they should be aware of if they're in those eight states that can bet? Yeah, so obviously Cody Henderson. You know, he finished fourth last year in the standings, former world champion, um, Jamie Graham, uh, Matt Guy. He's playing lights out right now. So Yeah, he's the odds-on he, yeah, favorite. He's we the odds-on favorite. Board. Yeah, he's the odds-on favorite. Um, and so it's, it's, it's hard to go against him. Um, he's the favorite for the singles and doubles competition as you see those kickoff battle odds on yep. your screen right now. Him and Jamie Graham, um, plus 350 in the doubles. Um, but a really great slate, it looks like, of pros. You got Trey Birchfield as well. He's the he's the returning world champion. Um, he's been hanging out at Shamar Moore's house a lot. <laughs> been teaching Shamar how to play cornhole. That's we got cool. uh, Shamar's co-star, David Lim, obviously playing tonight in, in the Super Bowls. So. Did you watch Shamar's uh, old show? I thought it was great. Which one, Criminal Minds? Yeah, yes. Criminal Minds. He was great on that. And now he has a new show, right? Yeah, SWAT. SWAT. Yeah. Very busy. <laughs> Um, I will say that my wife thought he was a very good-looking guy. So. Got to keep keep her away. Keep her away yeah. this weekend. <laughs> um, so, in obviously, Super Hole is the Friday before the Super Bowl, um, putting these events together in conjunction. Ooh, third nice. year in a row. So smooth. Yep. Um, so, you are a huge sports fan. You are a sports gambler Massive. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of action do you have on the big game? Yeah, I love the I love the Rams. So, so I have my own show. It's really weird because, like, uh, I I posted all my picks and NFL preseason I've won like 10 years in a row and I post them and so if people follow me they could make a lot of money betting my NFL preseason picks like your totals right totals. yeah NFL totals. that's right that's right so I've been really hot there for a long time but I think there's more skill involved because you can see it's you're betting an entire season mm -hmm. and then my pick of the weeks have been really good and I'm doing it now I have my own show uh, the good the bad the helm youth and it's been really cool because all these big sports books are suddenly stepping up and want to, oh, they want to pay me some money. <laughs> yum, 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 yum. <laughs> and uh, and so that that's a lot of fun for me to you know to to kind of and and I've and I've done really well in my NFL pick of the weeks the last two years. So I'm doing well now. You know, of course, my second, third, fourth picks I haven't done as well. I don't post those. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's what we need. Just the big one. So why do you like the Rams so much? I think their defense is incredible. When they shut down, and I watch uh, six NFL games a Sunday. So, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of a crazy, uh, kind of a crazy. I love the NFL, and it's my way to relax and unwind. And so I just couldn't believe what the Rams defense did to the Cardinals. Yeah. I mean, it was unbelievable, you know, because I think Murray's a hell of a player. And I mean, he just couldn't even escape the pocket. I mean, the, he, 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 it was a running a, around for his life. Yes. Play after play after play, he couldn't even get out of the pocket. And so I, th that defense was just stifling. And so I love the Rams defense. I also think it would be pretty cool. You know, Stafford's found his rhythm, right? And mm -hmm. that's a great story. Now, Burrow's a hell of a player. But if, but I can tell you this, if he got, if he got 11 times sacked or whatever the hell it was in that game uh, a few weeks ago, imagine what the Rams defense is going to do. I also know you are a huge Golden State Warriors fan as well. You've got the gold glasses on. You just had the charity <laughs> poker tournament with Steph Curry. 
I want to I want to give a shout out to Clay Thompson. So Clay, uh, you know this this charity tournament we raised two point five million dollars in wow. one night. Incredible! It's That's unbelievable. Awesome. Uh, you know, and I'm proud of Draymond Green. Draymond bid fifty thousand dollars for Aisha Curry, Steph Curry's wife's chocolate chip cookies, twelve cookies. Um, he might have been a little relieved when someone else bid fifty five thousand. <laughs> but, but I mean, he, he was going to stand up, and he and he showed up. And then Clay was really worried. He had two boat rides, and he was like, "Oh, I'm not sure they're going to make very much money. How about two hundred and fifty thousand a ride?" Ooh. We picked up five. So Clay, that was kind of I, I really think of this charity tournament as Clay being all worried, and he picks up five hundred thousand dollars for the Warriors Foundation with two boat rides. That room Incredible. was insane, and uh, I was really proud to be a part of it. And I am the MC, so I yeah. started out the night. I said, I have some scores to settle. <laughs> and I walked around the room and shredded everybody. And awesome. it, it kind of worked. Sometimes it doesn't work, but it worked. So, I mean, it was, it was a really fun night. No, that's great, and great for a great cause. Have fun tonight. ESPN, 6.30 p.m. Pacific da -da -da. time. Bill Helm, you da -da -da. Starting things off, star-studded, super whole pro-am. You won't want to miss it. Thanks, Stacey. Thank you, Bill. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back here to My Guys in the Desert. Stormy Bonantoni with you. What a fun show we've had so far. Mattress Mac. Phil Helmuth, uh, Stacey Moore talking all things Super Hole, the big event that's coming up um, later on tonight. Again, that's 630 on ESPN. They're doing it down at the Mandalay Bay, a celebrity pro-am event that you can bet on in eight states on DraftKings. Really cool. And there's a lot of action that the public is really high on tonight in the NBA, NHL, and college hoops. So... Fade or follow, you know what time it is. Let's take a look. First off, in the NBA, the Hornets. Six and a half point favorites at the Pistons. And apparently, everybody is all over them. 93% of the handle, 91% of bets. I mean, somebody has to win a game because both teams have been stone cold lately. Um, Charlotte on a six-game skid, one and six against the number their last seven. Eerily similar marks for Detroit, who's only won one game their last 11. For the most part, they haven't been close on the scoreboard. I think I'm on the follow bandwagon here with Charlotte. Um, lesser of two evils. Detroit on the second half of a back-to-back -back after getting hammered by 25 against Memphis yesterday. Cade Cunningham went from doubtful to questionable tonight. So I don't know if that sways your opinion at all. I'm still on the follow train. Hornets have struggled from distance lately, but you can only be cold for so long. Give me Charlotte. In the NHL, Jets taking on the Dallas Stars. Everybody's on the over six goals, and this is actually a fade spot for me. Divisional game, second meeting. I know when they met up earlier this season, it was 4-3, shootout game. Stars games have gone over their last three, but the Jets, you got to look at the other side of this. Jets have gone under that number their last three, and these teams are very similar to me. Strong defense, strong goaltending. The Jets just held the Minnesota Wild scoreless on Tuesday. Eileen under in this game. We shall see. Fade in the public on the over six. Last one in college hoops tonight. The number 24 ranked UConn Huskies at number 25 Xavier. Everybody is all over the total going over 138 points. 80% of bets, but just 65% of the handle. 
Two teams looking to stay in the Big East Conference regular season. season. Oh, Stormy, speak. You're paid to speak. Title hunt. Both teams could really use a win here. This number just feels too on the nose for me personally, given both teams' averages and styles. So I, this is actually a pass spot for me. Fade follow pass. That's what we'll name the subject now. Uh, make sure everybody tonight at the South Point, 6 p.m., come join us. It's going to be me, Chris Andrews, Vinny Maiulo, Jimmy Vaccaro, and these guys are going to be sharing some of their legendary stories from the book. It's betting and beer. So you're going to get Bookmaker Blonde. They've got deals for Budweiser's. You can get copies of Chris Andrews' books. And Chris is with us on the line right now to give us the book's perspective for all things Super Bowl 56. But first off, just how excited are you for tonight? It's going to be great. Oh, it should be a lot of fun tonight. Yeah, and you're hosting, Stormy, so you'll make it fun, of course. You're stuck with me again. I'm so sorry, Chris. <laughs> yeah, we all have our crosses to bear. <laughs> no, it'll be a blast tonight. I cannot wait to hear just some of the legendary stories that you guys have to share, whether you were betting, whether you were booking, um, and, of course, some analysis on this year's game. So let's talk about the numbers for Super Bowl 56 right now. Where do you guys sit? Has there been any recent movement on the spreader total? Yeah, we did. Uh, we knocked down the money line a little bit, so not the spread or the total. We've been at four for a couple of days now, but the money line we went to minus one eighty-five this morning. Uh, so eighty-five one uh, plus one sixty-five. Uh, but other than that, the action's been pretty steady. Um, you know, a little slower than what I'd hoped for, but. The prop action has just been incredible, and I think I think this year the props are going to outright the game itself. So that's where we're getting most of the play and most of the movement is on the props. Why do you think that is? Like, it's obviously become its own animal come Super Bowl time that everybody wants to get in on some of the fun bets, but it doesn't sound like it's just casual money that comes in on these props. Like, there are serious betters that get in on the action. I've had... Four guys, I would say, that have bet me over a hundred thousand each on the props. Wow. So they are firing pretty good. And these aren't just casual betters, you know, betting silly things just for the hell of it. I mean, these are serious guys that are looking to win. And uh, you know, we're taking their action obviously, and uh, you know, moving the number and try to. Some of these guys are going to try to go in with the same sides as they are, but other guys are just. Uh, Got a couple other guys who are just betting, and uh, you know, God bless them. That's what we're here for, and uh, they're certainly giving them, giving us uh, our money's worth. What are the most bet um, items in the prop market for you guys at this point? And uh, same thing for MVP. Who's getting the money there? Well, for the, for the props themselves, uh, most of the money's been on the sacks both ways. Um, well, for each individual team, and for the overall sacks. Now, for the overall sacks, they're mostly betting over. But I finally got to a point where I'm starting to get some a little bit of under money on it. They're betting the Rams, though. They're betting the Rams sacks. The so Rams to uh, – well, I'm sorry. I said that wrong. Cincinnati sacks. So to be uh, sacked by uh, – to sacking uh, Matt Stafford. They're betting that under. And just the opposite, they're betting that they'll sack Joe Burrow over whatever number we post. So um, it's one of those deals where, you know, we're doing a lot of business on that one, a lot of different opinions. And of course the number's high because we know Burrow has been sacked quite a few times and he holds the ball a little bit long, like a lot of young quarterbacks do. Uh, so th that's getting a ton of action. That's probably been our most popular uh, you know, series of bets, I would say. Yeah. And I mean, Von Miller and Aaron Donald ain't no slouches either. <laughs> 
Um, no, no. <laughs> you mentioned the big bets on the props, and we had Mattress Mac on the program earlier who has yeah, not been shy about laying big numbers. What are some of the big bets no. that we've seen come through the South Point? Nothing real huge. You know, we were kind of the first guys to put on Mattress Mac, and he was betting, you know, we put him on for 300000 a rattle, which I think is a pretty big bet, you know, but he's just gotten way too big for us. <laughs> we're just one lonely little while. Well, no, we, I mean, we have a couple others. We've got a few, few outposts, but we're not certainly as big as William Hill and MGM and some of those places all over the country. But we've had some pretty decent sized bets, uh, had most of the biggest money. Was on the money line uh, early on when they were bet they bet me the Rams at that time on the money line, but now it's coming back uh, pretty significantly on the uh, on the Bengals. So those were the biggest ones. But other than that, uh, like this, it's been a pretty steady attack. And uh, the biggest plays, like I said, I got like I said, I think four guys that have bet me over a hundred thousand on the uh, props. Those have been those have been the biggest players, but you know they they've spread it around naturally. So that's not one bet exactly. Incredible. And I know you guys just leading up to the game, there's going to be more and more foot traffic, more and more bets coming in. So I can't wait to connect with you guys on Monday and see what the overall volume really was. Um, last night, obviously, NFL Honors Awards show, which means that the different markets, MVP, Offensive Defensive Player of the Year, and so on, were all tickets that were cashed. So do you guys have any any losses, any liability that was met? No, we uh, we only booked the MVP. We didn't mess with some of the other stuff, but we did really well on Aaron Rodgers. We kind of had him figured about halfway through the year that he was uh, just having such a fantastic year. We thought it'd be down to him, he and Brady. Uh, you know, we had Brady a little higher. Just as you know, I don't know why his numbers were just as good as Rodgers, but there just seemed to be a lot of attraction towards Rodgers. And I thought Brady might get it. You know, up until the last couple of weeks, I thought you know just. 44 years old and doing the things that he's done. But, uh, you know, Rogers got it. Wasn't that much of a surprise. So, so we, so we did really well on that. Uh, I'm happy to say. Well, outside of the Super Bowl, which is obviously, you know, King, no matter what, it's the biggest sporting event of the year. Um, there's been a lot of news this week with the NBA trade deadline and a blockbuster trade with James Harden leaving the nets, going to the Philadelphia 76ers, Ben Simmons making his way there. Uh, how does that affect your guys's numbers, whether it's in futures or what you anticipate the impact to be on a game by game basis? Well, it's kind of strange. I think the Nets really got the best of the deal long term, getting a couple of number one draft choices. And, uh, you know, they really had it's going to be addition by subtraction by getting rid of Harden. He just didn't fit in with the whole program with everything they were trying to do there. And, uh, but, you know, conversely, I think the 76ers did a little bit better for the short term. Uh, again, with some addition by subtraction, getting rid of Ben Simmons. Mm -hmm. But we went from uh, the 76ers, we had them 10 to 1 to win the uh, NBA. We dropped them to 6 to 1. Like I said, I think short term, they're going to do very well with Harden joining that team. Uh, the Nets, like I said, I think, you know, missing Harden, and I'm not sure what Simmons is going to add to that team. But like I said, I think long term, the Nets will come up better. But uh, we went from the Nets 5 to 1 to win the NBA, and now we're up to 7 to 1. So uh, those were probably the, the, the two market movers. I'm not sure I adjusted anything else, really. Some of the other trades, uh, you know, some, some decent names, but nothing that really I don't think was going to affect the uh, outcome of the playoffs this year. So those are the only two moves I made off the trade deadline.
Well, we really appreciate the time, Chris, and I cannot wait to see you tonight. Betting and beers is going to be a blast, and uh, we'll make sure we check in with you after the big game, too, to see what those final numbers were. Have a great day. All right, Stormy. Thanks a lot. Talk to you soon. That's Bye-bye. our guy, Chris Andrews, sportsbook director over at the South Point. Again, come hang out with us at 6 p.m. in the big showroom out there. We're going to break down all of the need-to-know information about Super Bowl 56 and just get some incredible stories from behind the books. I got a sneak preview of some of them. These guys are wild. It's awesome. You won't want to miss it. When we come back, taken by storm, my final Super Bowl picks, and Adam Burke joins the program. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. This Super Bowl Sunday, Billy Walters, the Michael Jordan of sports betting, sits down with VSIN for just his second interview. Ever. His first was 60 Minutes. Now he joins legendary broadcaster Brent Musburger for an in-depth conversation discussing the current state of sports betting, gives advice to gamblers based on his life as a sports better, as well as his upcoming memoirs. This is an exclusive interview only available here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Tonight, we're going to show an extended clip of the interview on primetime action at 7 p.m. Eastern. So check in with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown. But watch the complete interview Super Bowl Sunday at noon Eastern only on vcin.com. And that is a part of our 56 hours of live free big game programming. You won't want to miss it. Wrapping things up here on My Guys in the Desert. Speaking of just betting the big game in different ways you can do it. I feel like I have bet every way except for the actual side and total on this game. So let's do a little recap of some of my picks in Taken by Storm E. Uh, we need to work on that. I'm workshopping the name, okay? Uh, as well as some new ones I've added. So um, I shared a lot of these with you guys the other day. I love the first opening kickoff touchback. No betting on that. Plus 110. As long as you can get the plus money value, it's great. 26 of the last 28 kickoffs in the Super Bowl have been returned. Rams minus three first half. I can really see L.A. starting hot. Bengals a little bit of a slow starter this postseason. Evan McPherson, I'm hammering all of the Bengals kicking props. Over one and a half field goals. I love it. Cam Akers also. We saw Daryl Henderson getting activated. Sony Michelle getting more touches. I like him under his rush attempts. And uh, depending on what good numbers you get, potentially rush yards as well. Stafford over his rushing yards. OBJ anytime touchdown at plus 120. And as we go to some of my newer bets, I am 
doing more with OBJ. I like him as the Rams' first touchdown scorer as well. You get plus 500 value on that one. I'm in on Cooper Cup. I know his total is high. It's up to 106.5, 108.5. Some books, I got it at 104.5 receiving yards. But the man creates separation and gets away from people. I love his yardage. I also just, why not throw a flyer on a successful two-point conversion at plus 250? And we talked to Chris Andrews about the sacks. I like the over five and a half on the game at plus 110. And Von Miller tackles. He's been set at three and a half most of the year. Been having really successful postseason in the category. I like him to go over, even though it's a tackle more than what he's usually set at. Now time to welcome in our guy, Adam Burke, VSIN sports betting analyst, writer, point spread weekly contributor. Check out all of his great insight on the website, vsin.com slash subscribe. Adam, how are you? I'm good, Stormy. How are you doing? Great. Lucky to have you again here on a Friday. And let's break it down, okay? We're just days away from the Super Bowl. What is your favorite bet on the big game? Yeah, my favorite bet here is one that I've played pretty much every year in the Super Bowl. It's actually cashed in four of the last six, and that's for both teams to make a 33 or more yard field goal. That's in the minus 105 range out there for yes. You've got two very reliable kickers here in Matt Gay and Evan McPherson. And as you mentioned, you've played some of the McPherson props. I can't argue with that at all whatsoever. Also, two your field goals over, the Rams were a top 10 red zone defense. So I think that also kind of factors in a little bit here as well, where when they get into the shadow of their own goalposts, they wind up stiffening up a little bit on defense. So both teams to make a 33 or more yard field goal, yes, is minus 105 out there at the shops that offer it. I love that bet. Uh, Both of the field goal kickers, as you said, have been great this year. And Evan McPherson, we know 12 for 12 this postseason, perfect on his extra points. I just, I love all of the field goal, whether it's yardage, whether it's um, over under on totals, I am all over the kickers in this game. How do you feel that this one's going to play out? I know that you like the Bengals plus four. Do you think realistically they have a chance to go out and win this game, or did you bet the spread that way for a reason? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't take an underdog in the Super Bowl unless I thought that they had a realistic shot of winning the game. And I do think that the Bengals have that chance. I mean, you know, they found a lot of different ways to win throughout the course of the season. Joe Burrow's obviously a very, very special player here. I will say one of the reasons why I did take the Bengals plus the points and and did get the four and a half is because Sean McVay goes into a shell late in the game when he has a lead. And that's something that may allow Joe Burrow to throw his team back into the game. And frankly, look, I I could sit here and say, I'll take Bengals plus four and a half for the full game, but maybe also tail you on that Rams minus three in the first half because the Bengals made really good defensive adjustments in the second half, not only in the postseason but all season long, they were 25th in points allowed per game in the first half, third in points allowed per game in the second half. So Rams leading at halftime by four, seven, 10, something like that really wouldn't shock me all that much. But I do think Cincinnati is very live because of Mm -hmm. their potent passing attack and because Sean McVay will coach not to lose the game if he has a lead. No, I agree with you. And that's a big part of my reasoning from the Bengals side of why I like the Rams minus three bet. And then as far as the Rams side of it, three of their last four games, they've had significant halftime leads. Some of them have slipped away. The only instance they didn't was the NFC championship game against the 49ers. So I do see value on it. I know some people got in on it at two and a half, but I'll take the push if I can get it with the three. Um, With regards to some more of these props, though, um, whether it's receiving, rushing, like what's kind of your favorite market to attack? Um, And as we get closer to the game, some that you like. Well, I will say real quick about that NFC championship game. The Rams left quite a few points on the field in that game in the first half, especially. So, you know, they were the better team throughout that game. So it does make sense. 
to like them in the first half okay, for words, a variety of different words reasons. Words hurt, Adam. Words hurt. But I did. I remember tweeting at that time. I was like, the Rams have been dominating us yet. I mean, I say us like I'm a member of the 49ers. I just love them so much. But like <laughs> they have been dominating this game, yet they're down 10. Right. No, you're absolutely right. And uh, again, I, I apologize. It's not your 49ers in the Super Bowl here. Thank but, you. you know, at least maybe based on what you've seen with the Rams, you can make some money out of the Super Bowl. And, and maybe that'll kind of uh, ease that blow a little bit. As far as some other props that I like here, I've been talking up T Higgins for the last two weeks, basically. And there's been a lot coming out over the last few days about how the one area where the Rams are susceptible on defense is that short middle passing game between the numbers, something that T Higgins does very well, something that Tyler Boyd does very well also. But I like Higgins over five and a half receptions. Look, he only had seven fewer catches than Jamar Chase in the regular season, only 18 fewer targets, and played three fewer games. So this is a guy that Joe Burrow does look to, I think does have success here. Another one for me, Samaje Pirine. I think over one and a half receptions and over nine and a half receiving yards are a couple of pretty good looks here for the backup running back. You would think that the Bengals, especially in third down situations, will try to do whatever they can to protect Burrow. And I think Pirine's a guy who's going to wind up being on the field in some of those pass protection spots where maybe Burrow just ends up dumping the ball off to him. So I think P Ryan getting over one and a half receptions and over nine and a half receiving yards is another one of the skill position props I like for the Bengals here. Yeah, and we've seen Burrow has done a good job of spreading the ball around to his various assets that he's got. Uh, another one that I see interests me here. You like Aaron Donald not to have a full sack. There's plus money on that. You just think he's going to be doubled. So if people do get the sacks, it is going to be away from him, maybe a Von Miller, maybe a Floyd. Yeah, I think that's certainly a possibility. And also, too, I mean, it's just kind of a numbers play. You know, I mean, looking at this line from out there at DraftKings, yes, on a full sack is minus 200. And that implies a 66.7% chance that Aaron Donald has a sack. And, and I think that's just simply too high. You know, I mean, he, he had a sack, at least one full sack in 10 of his 20 games here so far this season. I realize that the Bengals are very poor at the offensive line positions. I understand that, but I think it's a really big ask to just expect the guy two thirds of the time to have a full sack. So to me, it's just kind of a numbers play where I think the, the no at plus 165 or whatever the best number you can find. I think it's just kind of a worthwhile play from a price standpoint. Well, it's going to be a great game, no doubt. Everybody really looking forward to the big one on Sunday, but there is a big game tonight as well. Team USA, Team Canada, head-to-head -head in Olympic hockey. What you got? Yeah, I know you're busy tonight doing the big game betting and beers event. Hopefully, you'll be able to get away to watch some of this U.S.-Canada game because I know you're a big hockey fan like I am. Look, I watched both games. I watched the Americans against Team China and then also the Canadians against Team Germany. And even though the U.S. won 8-0, I wasn't very impressed with their performance. They didn't get the transition game going. I was not impressed with how they handled China's physicality. And Canada will be a much, much more physical team than China was. So that worries me a little bit with a U.S. team that's really built on skill and speed, not so much on size. So I'm a little bit concerned about that. And for Team Canada, look, they only had 27 shots against Germany. They scored three goals in the span of about six minutes in the first period to get ahead in that game. I think what we see here is a lot of play along the boards, a lot of play underneath the net, the area Behind the net is bigger on international rinks, mm -hmm. and the rinks are wider. They're 13 feet wider. So I think both of these teams are kind of kept to the outside here. Clock sort of runs and all of that. I just don't think there's a lot of great scoring opportunities in this game tonight. So I, I like the under five and a half for this one. 
And I would lean slightly with the U.S. at the plus money price just because I think they have a high ceiling with all their talent. Ooh, cannot wait. Thank you so much, Adam. You're awesome. Appreciate the time as always. All right. See you in a few hours, Stormy. <laughs> yes, sir. That is our guy, Adam Burke, one of our best here at the network, VEASAN betting analyst. And hey, listen, everybody have fun out there. Super Bowl Sunday around the corner. Get those bets in. It's going to be a great weekend. You know it is. Um, thank you to everybody who came on the program today. Mattress Mac, Phil Helmuth, what a show. And uh, stay locked on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. More Super Bowl talk on the other side with Danny Burke in Rush Hour. The, the, at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.